0: Three. This is it. It's underway. You're in it right now. Hour number three of the Pete Calendar Show. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. News Talk 1110 993 WBT 704 570 1110 800 wbt 1110 Just thought you should know that uh, Business Insider, reporter by the name of Grace Panetta and Brent Griffiths, uh, they have uh, stumbled upon one of the biggest hidden stories ever. Ever. You ready for it? Here we go. As former Republican Senator Rick Santorum addressed Republican lawmakers gathered in San Diego at the American Legislative Exchange Council, that's Alec, by the way.
1: Alec. <laughs>
0: Anyway, Rick Santorum detailed a plan to fundamentally remake the United States of America. What? Say it ain't so. All right, say it ain't so. What? It would become a conservative nation. And the transformation, Santorum said, culminates with an unprecedented event, a first of its kind, convention to rewrite the Constitution. (laughs) Right, or, as it's known, to propose amendments. That That's the normal way, like the Constitution says, you can run constitutional amendments in one of two ways, and one of them is it originates in the Congress, and they meet, well, I was going to say all the time, but that's not really true, but they, they meet pretty regularly. Uh, they don't really do a lot of work, but they do re- They do meet, right? They, so the, the opportunity, like right now, like a constitutional amendment could break out. Did you know that? It could happen at any given moment if they can get enough people as is constitutionally required to submit an amendment for ratification to the States, they could do it. They could, they'd have to get like three fourths to agree. And then they'd have to, uh, was it 39? So 34 States to call the convention 38 to ratify any amendment. So there you go. Like that's, I think you need two thirds of the, of the Congress in order to, um, two thirds of the Congress in order to, uh, to pass an amendment, and then it would have to be ratified by the states, right? So that could happen at any given moment, which is why I find a lot of the criticism for this convention of the states uh, idea, convention of the states project, the, the the criticism to me, like, oh, this could run away, anything could happen. It, it, anything could happen right now, right? Why would you think that anything that if the states were to call a convention with the specific intent to debate certain amendments to the U S constitution and they list them like here they are. This is what we're sending you to do to hold a convention of States about these five things or three things. Like this is what we want you to go handle. If you go outside of that, first off the States could, you know, call you back as their representative, they could bring you back, but the States still have to ratify the thing and you have to get 38 States to agree on something. So. The chances of something like this passing, depending on what it is, might not be that great. And obviously the states would more than likely kick it down to voters to decide. State legislatures would probably say, Hey, we got a an amendment to the US Constitution, so what do you think? And they'd throw it out there for voters. Now maybe there would be some states that would say, We're gonna go ahead and decide it on our own as the legislature, but I would submit probably if not every state. Maybe like 48 minimum would throw it out to the voters. So this is not something that is impossible to happen right now. But because states want to call it, this has them all very worried. But at least some friends of ours on the left are now aware of the concept. Although it was pitched as, Uh, Like, this is the way they're trying to alter our founding documents. Right, by following the rules laid out in how to alter the founding documents. Because the founding documents have been altered several times over the years, have they not? Yeah, that's actually the way you're supposed to do it. You're not supposed to, like, file some lawsuits or run some bills and let the executive branch decide how to reinterpret things. You're not supposed to file lawsuits to let the judges uh, decide what laws should or shouldn't be and new interpretations of old of old words, right? That's not the way you're supposed to do it. If you want a con—this is the thing on, like, gun control. If you want to repeal the Second Amendment, follow the process and repeal the Second Amendment. That's how you do that, right? That's how you do it. You You, you get it, the states together—and this is, by the way, one of the criticisms— that conservatives get about the convention of States project is that if you hold this convention of States, it's going to get taken over and corrupted by the left. And they're going to run repeals of the second amendment. That's what the left is going to do. Okay. Do you think 38 States repeal the second amendment? I do not. I do not. There are I do not believe there are 38 States that would repeal the second amendment. I don't think there were 38 state legislatures that would do that. I don't think there were voters in 38 states that would do that. The December 2021 ALEC meeting represents a flashpoint in a movement spearheaded by powerful conservative interests, some of whom are tied to Trump world and share many of Donald Trump's goals to alter the nation's bedrock legal text for the first time since 1788. It's an effort that has largely taken place out of public view. All right. Well, now that's just a lie. Okay. That's just a lie. That is not us. I have been doing interviews about the convention of states project for a decade, a a decade. This has been building for a long time. Just because you've become aware of it doesn't mean that it's brand new. Uh, Rob Nadelson, a constitutional scholar and a senior fellow at the Independence Institute who closely studies Article 5 of the Constitution, predicted there's a 50 percent chance that the U.S. will witness a constitutional convention in the next five years. Now, whether it happens, he said, is highly dependent on Republicans' success winning state legislatures during the 2022 midterm elections. But not everyone in the conservative Constitutional Convention movement believes such a gathering is so imminent. It will likely take years more work to reach their goal if they ever do. At a minimum, Republicans will need to flip several Democrat-controlled state legislatures and convince remaining GOP holdouts of the necessity for a convention. But during the past several decades, they have made progress. Lately, a lot of progress. And now, they have a plan. Okay. We'll get into more details in a bit. News for- Talk 1110 993, WBT 704 570 1110 and 1 800 WBT 1110. And jump over here and get Corey on. We were talking last hour about critical race theory. Hello, Corey. Welcome to the program.
2: Hey, Mr. V. thank you for taking my call.
0: Sure, thanks for making it.
2: Yes, sir. Full disclosure, I'm not a Democrat, Republican, liberal, right-wing, conservative, atheist, Christian, Baptist, Buddhist, Muslim, you name it. Uh, right. Mr. V, I was thinking about this with the critical race theory. I just want to see if you can enlighten me. When the forefathers, and we researched through history, with factual documents. They owned slaves, mm-hmm. some of them, not all of them, Mistreated slaves from murder to, to rape. Mm-hmm. Where are we supposed to think that they had the Native Americans and Africans at best interest and heart when they constructed the Constitution?
0: Uh I don't I don't have to even think about that. I can just cede that point to you and say they did not Facts. Okay, so so, so if didn't. I cede the point, Corey. Okay. So so yes, sir. what but see what you're doing is you're you're ascribing then that motivation to what's in the actual document when you can just read the document and you can judge for yourself whether this is the best way to order our society.
2: And judging by it now, a lot of people want to do that and they're having a wall put up against them to have any temper tapering with the Constitution. The- any rebuttal towards it, it gets backlash when we just admit it that we know. N- practically 100 percent of it had no best
0: interest no I, so heart. so Corey, you keep saying that i i didn't acknowledge that that's true i'm just for the sake of this discussion i'll just say fine it's true whatever because i want to hear what your actual point is because what you keep talking about is these were bad people i don't like what they did so therefore no no, 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 but, no, no but cory no totally hang, hang on no, Corey, but I mean, but you you kinda are. You're impugning all of their work based on what is malmotivation, right? So I will just cede the point, but look at the work. What is the work that they produced in the founding documents, in the US Constitution? Now, what is so so tell me what is wrong and what is what is and how you would correct it now.
2: Okay. I remember I called you a few maybe a year or so back and I asked what would be the most difficult why is it so difficult? to change three fourths or four fifths to hold no one can give me an answer it's just a it can't be done move on and if it's done i don't think things that can happen and change is what i see that is what i'm trying to focus on
0: what are you talking about the to hold i don't think that was us having that discussion you may have spoken with somebody else i don't recall that this discussion so again i'm not going to get sidetracked what is the what is it? What are the defects that you find in the U.S. Constitution, and how would you correct them for now?
2: Now, me, being someone who's not a scholar of it's the fine.
0: Constitution... I'm not either. Who's,
2: okay, so I can't even run down a list to you. All I can well, tell right. you is that it's flawed. And if we do... How contain, do you know that? There shouldn't be any well, okay. argument about it. All
0: right, then don't give me a list, Corey. Just give me one. How is it flawed? I just it. How I is don't
2: it? understand if the Constitution said that we are three fourths, three fifths, whatever. You can correct me. I want to know why can't it become whole? Why can't it be reamended and written to the word?
0: It can whole? be. It can be. You can. Okay. If I you want to
2: see it happen, that's all. Well,
0: I just no, love to see it happen,
2: and love to see you get on board with the change.
0: That's well, all. first off, first off, it's inoperable at, uh, anymore because it was amended, right? That was. Oh, uh, it you, was. Yeah. So I don't know. So again, like, I'm not sure, like, if you want to see the document amended, that's why I'm asking you what, what are its defects? What don't you like? And how would you like to see it uh, changed? Like, which, like, would you want it to be yes, whole? Sir, like you said, that you gave that example. I right. think
2: that's what critical race theory allows us to do. No, the Constitution. See some of the laws, uh-uh. how they're written, okay. and then interpret them. But this making you fear lesser than the lesser, I haven't even. Found that information, so I don't even know how that begins to be the blockage.
0: If, uh, I, I, you lost me on that second part, but the so the the first part is that critical race theory doesn't give us anything. It is a it's an ideology of subtraction. It's not additional. It's not, yes, sir. It allows you to go do the research. Critical race theory doesn't allow me to go do research. It did for me. It
2: allowed me to go find out. Certain information as to how Wimbledon became it, what it is now mm-hmm. through the massive changing of destructing with laws,
0: mm-hmm. the changing
2: of parties, the 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 implement of doing devilish things. That's just
0: behind the, that's behind just history. Scenes. No, that's just but that's just history. That's just history, and yeah. and
2: that's we, what history allows us to do.
0: No, so his, history. No no no, 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 no. That's what free will. That's what free will, a free society, and 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 education allows you to do. Right. That's the the pursuit of knowledge. These are the things that inspire you to go out and find, find other stories to find out, quote, the truth. Critical race theory is not that. Do not chalk up to critical. Do not give it this, the, this praise that it led you to find exactly. out about the Wilmington riots exactly. and the massacre. That's not critical race theory that did that.
2: So says you. That's how I went and found it. All I'm saying is it, it was a light. It was a way of opening information for me to go seek. I'm not saying it's the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. but anything concerning 16, 19 and up, I'm interested in learning.
0: Mm-hmm. So have you, uh, so, uh, do, have you uh, researched any of these roots of CRT and the, the, the roots to Marxism?
2: Oh, and um, speaking of that, I heard that on Mr. B's show, I believe. Um, the study of Marxism allows you to see what, I believe, what Hitler and all them was trying to do with their Nazi type of thing. Gives you a a way of studying something.
0: Are you aware of the roots? Are you you aware aware of. Study something. Right. Are you aware that CRT comes from neo Marxism?
2: So says the opponents.
0: No. So says the people who created it Richard Delgado. Not all of them.
2: And and that's why I just want to be. What do you mean,
0: not all of of them?
2: By saying a lot of people are going. Kimberly Mix Kendi clearly. We're
0: reading. Ibram X Kendi confirmed it again. The founder of Black Lives Matter confirmed it again. CRTs she is written.
2: She a lesbian. She is not the creator of CRT.
0: I What's didn't say the she was a creator. I was, I was telling you that these are the recent <laughs> people who have who have confirmed it. But I read to you earlier the quote from Richard Delgado. All Kimberly Crenshaw. I've been reading the quotes from the people who created CRT.
2: That is a smokescreen. I don't even agree with Black Lives Matter. I don't care. I won't even allow her information.
0: I don't, Corey, I don't care if you agree with Black Lives Matter or not. It doesn't matter to me. The point is that I'm raising is that CRT is directly descendant from Marxism and you won't you won't acknowledge that. Why?
2: I I, I won't acknowledge it because I haven't found that information. Okay,
0: go look. Go I'm look not it up. I'm telling you, here, you're wrong. Here, here you go. You okay, wrong. here you go. I just wish you
2: wouldn't do us that. Way. Here you
0: go. I'm not doing you anyway. I, I'm so, okay. all I would yes, recommend sir. to you. Yes, all sir. I would no. All I'd recommend to you is go look up a guy named Antonio Gramsci. G R A M definitely about to S C I. Gramsci's in a in Italian communist. Uh, he wrote the Notebook Diaries. Thanks for your call, Corey. I appreciate it. Let's head over to the WBT News. Talk 1110 993 WBT Pete calendar here 704-570-1110 1800 WBT 1110 Uh we'll go over here to Marcus. Hello Marcus, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hello Marcus. Mm. Fascinating. Really? Oh. No, I'm kidding. I don't hear him either. Okay, Marcus, call back if you uh if you can. We'll go over here to Spencer instead. Hello, Spencer. Welcome to the program. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm okay. What's up? From my understanding, and I
1: get th- I get this from a movie called 19 uh, 1776 that was made uh a movie from a play, Broadway play. Yeah. And my my understanding of the three-fifths compromise was that the south was so overpopulated with slaves that if they counted each slave as a person, then the South would have a vast majority in Congress, and they would not have been able to um, make uh, progress towards the anti-slavery stuff because the South would have been you know, right. It
0: up. right. The South wanted in the constitutional convention, the South wanted slaves to be counted as, as you know, one person uh, for the census purposes. So they could then have extra seats and yep. they would then use the, their majorities f- with those seats in order to expand and protect slavery. And yep. the anti-slavery states said, no, we can't give you that. We're not going to give you this permanent majority because Virginia obviously was the big one uh, we can't, uh, we don't want to do that because it's, it'll be slavery forever. And so yep. they came to this quote three fifths compromise, which of course was rendered moot by the 13th amendment that said, you're not allowed to, uh, to have slaves anymore. Right? Like that's, that was the whole point it, the issue got resolved. And so, if, you know, to Corey's uh, point who called earlier, you know, Corey said, why can't we make it just a whole person? or Why can't we we change it? Well, you can if you want to go in and amend it for like a, you know, a textual change, you can you can do that and you can initiate that process and have that done. Exactly. But it's I mean, it's not operable any longer because the 13th Amendment took care of that and the it's Civil been, War. It's a dead letter. It's a dead letter, right? Exactly. It's uh, right, and and the, you know the other thing is like uh, Frederick Douglass when like I've read some quotes of his over the years, and he has um, he was initially he thought the Constitution was a pro-slavery document, but within a decade afterwards, he had come to the opposite conclusion. He changed his mind. He says if you read it with a pro-freedom mindset, like this is the blueprint for how we get rid of it, how we get rid of slavery, and so it's just it, it's it's sort of like. It's sort of like the Bible, you know, where people get a lot of different things out of it based on where they are at any given moment in their interpretation. Yep. Yeah, Spencer, I appreciate the call. It's a good point. Thank you. Uh, I'll go. Hey, we got Marcus back again. Is he really there? Is he there for real this time? Hello, Marcus. Hey, you can hear me. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can. Hear all right.
1: You. I'm sorry, I don't know what happened, but that's uh, all right. Yeah, you you were talking about the same thing just now. That, I was talking about when I heard the guy talking to previously the man that, uh, yeah, Corey really thinking, thinking about stuff, you know, and, but you know, the constitution has been changed a bunch. I mm-hmm. mean, well, I, what was last time was like in the nineties or something like that. I mean, I'd heard,
0: I had heard, uh, well, somewhere I'd I remember. saw it's, yeah, it's been, if you were, if you're under the age of 30. Then you have not seen the Constitution amended in your lifetime. Now I admit I, I I am over thirty. I'm over thirty, but I don't remember that happening. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: well, I, I mean, I don't remember exactly when, but it was it, it, you know fairly recent as far as you know, like the nineties or eighties or something like that. But yeah, and I forget what it was about. But I mean, it's been changed a whole bunch. I mean, he says a brick wall you couldn't change anything, but that thing's been changed a lot. You know. No liquor, liquor.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and so here's the other thing. The, uh, the convention of States, this article five convention of States, the last time that we were close to, uh, having one of these called was in the eighties and it's so scared Congress that they came in and they passed laws to do what the convention of States effort at that time, I think it was over the balanced budget amendment. Um, I, uh, they went ahead and they went ahead and moved on legislation because they were so worried about the convention of States coming in and dictating to them how it was going to be. uh, And so they wrote the law themselves.
1: So I bet the archive, I bet the archive scared because they ever did again, they probably put term limits on them guys.
0: (laughs) That is one of, that is absolutely one of the items that the convention of States project is pushing term limits and not just for uh, state is not just for lawmakers, but for, employees federal bureaucrats as well
1: oh yeah i mean that's that that's a just common sense thing it uh you know it would, would solve a lot of the problems. i mean nothing not to solve at all but that that's solve a lot of problems right there
0: yeah so well uh it uh, check out the convention of states project apparently the the left is now aware that this effort is underway although it's been underway for like 20 years but they're now aware of it so it's the biggest threat ever uh marcus i appreciate the call sir
1: thank you County. for getting uh, me on there yes
0: sir take care all right, uh, let me uh, get back to this article here by Grace Panetta and Brent Griffiths at Business Insider. They are very, very, very worried. Very, very worried about this latest attempt to change the foundational documents. Yes, that's, the foundational documents tell you how to change them. Right there, it spells it right out. In fact, they are aware of this because they say at the bottom of the first page here, this is a very lengthy article too. I'm not going to go over it all because most of it's just like, what if this happens? What if that happens? So Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution provides two ways, count them, two ways to amend the nation's organizing document, the most difficult but most dramatic way to alter America's society, American society's very foundation. Which is funny to me that she thinks that this is like this is the most or she and he that these reporters think this is the most difficult but most dramatic way to alter our society's very foundation really what about roe v wade i'd say that altered our very foundation wouldn't you no matter what you think about the ruling wouldn't you say that that altered our very foundation yeah why why do you object to the constitutionally prescribed mechanism to change the constitution this is the document this is what the document says here are the rules on how to change it and by the way isn't this what democracy looks like show me what democracy looks like this is what this is it this is what you guys have been chanting about in the streets for like a decade this is what democracy looks like you got to have a lot of people they all get together they all agree three-fourths of the states then ratify this thing right whatever it is That's what democracy looks like. Why would you oppose such a thing? Is it because you're afraid that you would lose? Spine Young Cannibals. Indeed. It's to those... uh other cannibals. We don't talk about them. All right, so scientists in Belgium are investigating a farmer's claim that different styles of music are affecting the behavior of his pigs. The guy's name is Piet. Piet? 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 Pazmans. Pazmans. P- I'm going to call him Pete. Pete Pasmans. And he first noticed the phenomenon when his son started singing a tune in the barn during a sluggish insemination session. His sows needed to, or seemed to, uh, perk up at the tune and even began wagging their tails. So he said, quote, I thought this is too good to pass up that we should try that with the other pigs, too. So the farmer created a playlist. He's actually created several playlists. He has playlists for different parts of the day. When he wants the pigs to be active, he plays upbeat music. And he uh, switches it over to lullabies at the end of the day. He said, Jolly dance songs are the biggest hits. They really start wagging their tails. And when it's really dynamic, they even start dancing around and frolicking, even. Frolicking pigs dancing to a playlist in Belgium. But not rock music. It doesn't work, he said. It's too strong. They don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. <laughs> uh, they do. So no war pig. No, or maybe, yes, pigs on the wing, maybe. Oh, no Pink Floyd. I don't know. The farmer tipped off a team of researchers who have secured somewhere in the neighborhood of about $76,000 in financing from the EU. So they're going to study it with public tax dollars. Pacemans' experience or Pazman's experience is in line actually with existing knowledge. Did you know that we already knew this? Why are we throwing 76? Ca- well, we're not. It's the European Union. So they're throwing, why are they throwing 76K at this farmer guy to study his pig playlist? Yeah, we already know this. We have knowledge about the effects of sounds in general on animals. Anybody who owns a pet knows this as well. Music can help relieve boredom, which has been linked to stress in animals. New findings may have practical impacts for the industry, as meat quality, did you know this, is affected by stress in animals. Did you know that? Yeah. So like when you're taking the when you're taking the pigs to market, which spoiler alert, it's not market. It's not no, no. When this little piggy goes to the market, that they're not going shopping. <laughs> they went someplace. Uh, then, and, and you will see them when you're shopping, they went someplace else. But if that experience as they are, uh, you know, and at the final checkout, if you will, in the market, that experience, if it is stressful, you can taste it in the meat. They have contraptions designed to put animals at peace before, before they check out. Like these, these, uh, these contraptions that put them at peace. So maybe some music as well. Pigs certainly are not the first animals known to react to music. Research done in 2015 at University of Wisconsin in Madison, for example, found that cats are highly responsive to certain types of music. But they really like music that's written just for them, which is the most cat thing ever, right? The most cat thing ever. They played four samples, two from classical music, two cat music selections in the study which appeared In the Applied Animal Behavior Science found that positive responses from the cats to the music were purring and walking up to the speaker. While they had negative reactions, negative responses, that was hissing and arching of the back. Which, yes, I can confirm, those are negative reactions in cats. If you see that happening, you don't want to be anywhere near that cat, okay? So cats, yes, but they prefer the music written just for them. The Birmingham Zoo. Sad news: A female African lion has died this week after being introduced to a male lion. Officials at the zoo reported the death of the African lioness Akili. She was fatally injured on uh, or last Monday afternoon during introductions to the male lion named Josh. So, this you think you've had bad first dates? I'm sorry. I'm. Is it too soon? I've waited a week. I waited a week. All right. Officials said Akili was born in 2005 at Cheyenne Mountain Zoo in Colorado. Akili came to Birmingham in 2007 to live with African lion Kwanzaa. In 2011, they had five cubs. However, Kwanzaa died in 2021, and the zoo said it worked with the lion species survival plan to identify a new male companion. Josh arrived in April. They introduced him. Josh attacked Akili, and Akili died. They are now saying they're going to work with the lion species survival plan to determine next steps. Yeah, you might want to do that. Have you have you thought of a playlist? All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Brett Winterbull's up next. Don't break anything while I'm gone.